Erevin Perk Dalid Mishnehei 4.5. This mission has two separate topics in truth. The first, the rather infrequent scenario of a person who's traveling and he goes to sleep on Friday and unwittingly sleeps through the entrance of Shabbos, whether or not he establishes a, a proper Makum Shvisa, a home base fuel for Shabbos, or not, as we'll see in a second. And the second point, which is very important, um, to much of the Masechta, which is when we talk about Dalad Amos in general, how we measure those Dalad Amos with respect to the Lachas of Ervin. So, first we say, Mishi Yasham Baderach. If a person fell asleep while traveling, and he didn't realize that it, while he was sleeping, that Shabbos came in. So the question is, does he, by virtue of the fact that he's a sentient being who presumably Safe, we can safely presume he wants to have his full options around him, and therefore he passively wants and therefore is granted the 2,000 nominal directions that a person would get if he had established consciously that this is where he's staying for Shabbos? Or does he lose that, and he's sort of just like a loose end without any particular place on Shabbos, in which case he wouldn't get the 2,000 nominal directions, he would just simply get um, the four amos around himself. And that is a machlokus tanaim, as the Mishnah says, says he does get to those anomalous directions. In other words, we kind of, as a conscious being, we ascribe to the fact that he would want to acquire that, and therefore he does. But the Chacham say, no, he only gets four Amos, um, because since he was asleep at the time, he's not granted any special, he doesn't establish for himself, this is the point, he doesn't establish for himself a Makum Shvisa, a home base on Shabbos. He just happens to be any old place without establishing a home base, at Makum Shvisa, and therefore he only gets Daladamas. Now, um, first of all, the basis of this, like there's this possibility that a person has a 2000 Amma radius, we'll call it, or just the Daladamas, the four Amas around him, um, that's going to be based on the fact that the Pasuk, which talks, which is the place from which we establish this, these dinner, maybe they're only maybe it's only a, a smachta, but when it comes to the idea of staying in place on Shabbos, which is besides the Rambam, just the Durabanan, the pasuk says, "This is Shmos Perk Tezayin Pasuk Chavtes Shvu Ish Tachtav." Every person should stay in his place. Al Yetsi Ishmim Komo B'Yom Hashvi. A person shouldn't go out of his place on the seventh day on Shabbos. But while I'm saying stay in his place, not go out from his place. I'm translating the word place, place. In Hebrew, there's tachtav, which literally means like from beneath himself. And makomo, which means his more larger place. So it's understood that a person gets, under normal circumstances, a makomo, his place, which is the whole, his whole environs, 2,000 almost all directions. We explained elsewhere the base of that. Um, but here, we're also the possibility of just getting tachtav, the area immediately beneath him. And Chazal understand essentially that area beneath him, directly beneath him boils down to four amos because the average person is three amos tall plus an extra amos for his hands and feet to move around a little bit. Therefore, it's just there's the possibility. Now, on that point, just FYI, the halacha is like Rav Yochum Ben-Nuri that a person gets 2,000 amos automatically in all directions and that's that. As for the Chachamim, since it says 2,000 amos in all directions and the rabbis, the Chacham say, no, just four amos, it's implied for almost in all directions. So according to the Chachamim, that means he's limited to a distance of like 
you know, four north, four south, four east, four west from where he is when he's sleeping, meaning he has a total of eight by eight or 64 square almost in which to move around and no more. And that's that. Now we're going to have two other shitas about how to measure Dalar Amos, which will disagree with this idea of being in the middle of this 8 by 8 Amos square. Um, but before I do, I need to address the, what the Bartanura does. The Bartanura, um, in explaining this Mishnah, adds a level, level of complexity, which I feel I did just, I'm sidestep, but um, because of the way the Gemara treats it, the Bartanura feels that it should be included in here, and therefore I'm going to bring that in now. Um, and that is that the halachas, as they apply to a person who's sleeping, are can be equated with the halachas of a an hefker object, an ownerless object. So, the backstory on that: an object under normal circumstances that a person owns has the same uh, boundaries as the person himself. The object is butel; it's subordinate to the person, and therefore, whatever the boundaries are on the map for an individual is that would also be the same boundaries that confine his possessions, regardless of where the possessions are when they come in, when Shabbos comes in. Okay, that's that's a principle. But now what happens if you have just somebody lost his, whatever, shoe in the middle of nowhere, and now it's Hefker, it's gone, he's abandoned it. So does that shoe have its own Makam Shvisa, and is it confined to Thousand Almost in all directions? Or does it essentially have no particular place, and if someone would pick it up, and acquire it, um, then it would sort of be subordinated to him, and that Hefker object now would become um, its trum, where it's allowed to go, would be defined by the person who picks it up now. So that's a machlokas, and it's really the same machlokas. According to Rabbi Yochanan Menuri, um, the object has, like, an object passively, which has no owner, automatically gets to those anomalous all directions, and that's that. That's what everything is. Everything is sort of stuck in its place on Shabbos, and everything is conferred the 2000 Amma in all direction boundary without any further thought. Hence, the same way a Hefker object gets that boundary, so to a sleeping person gets that boundary. Meaning, if a person would find uh, that shoe on Yom Tov, on Shabbos you can't necessarily carry things around anyways, um, outside in the middle of nowhere, but say Yom Tov you, you could carry. So if a person found that shoe... Um, let's say on the far edge, on the far eastern edge, let's say, of his tchum. He couldn't pick up that shoe and carry it all the way to the far western edge of its tchum because that shoe is bound to its tchum that started on Shabbos, meaning it, the shoe can't go more than 2,000 miles westward. That's it. That's what Yochum Manuri learns. It sort of happens automatically. The Chacham say no. The inanimate object, the, the, the lost object, or the ownerless object, I really should say just the ownerless object, um, it doesn't have any particular... Makum Shvisa doesn't have any particular trum, and if someone picks it up, then it becomes part of that person, and then it can go wherever he goes. So again, the Bartanura based on the Gemara equates that to the sleeping person. The sleeping person doesn't automatically get a two thousand alma trum, and since he didn't intend to acquire any Makum Shvisa, any home base, he just slept through the coming in of Shabbos. He's stuck with not having any Makum Shvisa at all beyond just Tachtav directly beneath him, meaning for almost in all directions. That's the Bartanura. Yeah, the element in here. Anyways, now back to our, our Mishnah. So we have Machlokas, Ryochem, and the Chacham. The Halacha, by the way, is like the is like the Ryochem uh, and when it comes to people. So people automatically get to those in almost all directions. Um, however, when it comes to objects, actually the Halacha is like the Chachamim. The people can take it, so it's leaning to both directions. Um, but okay, that's that's 
by the by. Now back to our Mishnah, we're going to see two other shitas regarding what, how you sort of draw a map, what, how you define those Dalad Amos. So, Rabbi, the next one is that Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Vahu Be'emtza'an. Rabbi Eliezer says he is in their middle, meaning he is in the middle of the Arba Amos. In other words, Rabbi Eliezer holds that the Dalad Amos doesn't mean a square of 64 square Amos, 8 by 8, where he's in the middle. No. Dalad Amos means a square of 4 by 4. And he's in the middle of it, meaning he can go just 2 north, 2 south, 2 east, 2 west. And therefore, he's confined to an area of just 16 square Amos. And as Shabbos comes in, he's just in the middle of that. And he can just go 2 Amos in each direction. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Le'eze ruach she'yirtze yelech. Rabbi Yehuda agrees that the size of the square that is called Dalar Amos is just 4 by 4 Amos, meaning it's a square of just simply 16 square Amos. But he isn't necessarily finding himself in the middle of that square and limited to 2 Amos in each direction. Rather, he essentially can choose where he is in that square. So if you wanted to, for argument's sake, go to the northwest, so he could he could say that where he is find himself when he wakes up is in the southeast corner, and that would give him essentially no distance to the south or to the east, but he can walk a total of four almost north and a four almost west if he so want to. So that's what he says here. Huda Omer, Ruach he can walk whichever direction he wants, meaning he can define the, his location within that six that four by four square. He can do it either by verbal designation or even by his actions. And basically he can just start walking in any direction he chooses, and then the square will be sort of circumscribed around him based on where he moves. And Rebuda agrees, however, of course, once he chooses to go in one direction, meaning once he starts, he's moved, for argument's sake, um, four almost north and four almost west. So now that's he's defined the, the four corners of his square. And now, but he can't change his mind and say, now I want to actually go the other direction and go now to the southeast. No, no, no. Once he's moved the definition of, and staked out his, his, um, his square, it can't. He can't retract those steps, and now whatever he defined it as, it's it's permanently decided that way. As far as halacha on, I told you the halacha is a critical minority for a sleeping person, but in general, when you talk about daladamos, which has other applications, we talked about like a person, for example, in the beginning of the parak who finds himself um, having left his tchum without permission. Let's say b'mezid, he's stuck with him daladamos. So that daladamos will be defined by this mishnah. La halacha, it's actually machlokus rishonim how we do it. According to many Rishonim, and Lahore, it seems like the Shulchan Aruch Paskins this way, we go like Rabbi Yehuda, meaning you only get a 4 by 4 square, but you can choose where you are in that square as Shabbos comes in and when you start, but in it, you're limited to an area of 16 square Amos. However, there are other sheets that hold, like the Chachamim, meaning you find yourself in the middle of an 8 by 8 square, and you can go 4 Amos in all directions, um, north, south, east, west, and the Mishnah Bura in Simon Shin Tzadivav Sif Tes, says you can be somach on that, lahalacha. So that means lahalacha, when we say dalaramos, in the context of Arab and etc., um, we're talking about four amos in all four directions, meaning an area, a square with an area of 64 square amos. You can rely on that shita lakula.